Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Donald Trump to be indicted in New York, says report. Biden's budget frustrates Republicans raising taxes on the rich. And Mexican cartel apologizes for attack on Americans. It's Friday, March 10. I'm Anthony Davis. According to the New York Times, the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office has requested the disgraced former President Donald Trump to testify before a grand jury looking into a hush money payment to a porn star during the 2016 presidential campaign, sending a clear message that an indictment against the ex-president is imminent. It's not clear if Trump will accept the offer, though it's rare for prospective defendants to testify, according to the Times report, which cited four unnamed sources with knowledge of the matter. The case centers around a $130,000 payment then-Trump fixer Michael Cohen made to porn star Stormy Daniels in an apparent attempt to keep her from going public with details of an alleged affair she had with Trump before he ran for office. Prosecutors appear likely to argue the Trump Organization illegally reimbursed Cohen the $130,000 through identifying the payment as legal expenses, as falsifying business records is a misdemeanor offense in New York. They may also argue the payment was a felony violation of campaign finance law, since the cash to allegedly kill the story may have functioned as an illegal donation to help the Trump campaign, though that is the subject of legal debate. Trump's potential indictment could send shockwaves across the 2024 presidential campaign as prominent Republicans mull entering the race. It could also be the first domino to fall in what could end up being a string of criminal charges against the former president, following years of investigations and mounting legal pressures. Trump is facing a federal special counsel investigation looking into his role in staging a coup which resulted in the storming of the US Capitol and his potential mishandling of classified government records, while a Georgia special grand jury recently wrapped up a probe into Trump's effort to overturn the state's 2020 election results. Trump is also facing criminal investigations into his business practices in New York State related to alleged financial fraud. In the battleground state of Pennsylvania, where he is likely to run for re-election in 2024, President Joe Biden presented plans for increased spending and taxes on the wealthy on Thursday. 
Speaking at a union hall in Philadelphia, the Democratic president pressed Republican rivals to be more fiscally responsible, citing proposals to reduce the U.S. deficit by over $3 trillion over 10 years by raising taxes on individuals making more than $400,000. Overall, the budget would increase federal spending in the 12 months starting in October to $6.8 trillion from the $6.2 trillion expected to be spent in the current fiscal year. Biden's budget proposal faces stiff opposition from Republican lawmakers emboldened by winning control of the House of Representatives in November's midterm elections. Large parts of his agenda are unlikely to even be enacted by this Congress. The plan, however, is a political statement that directly challenges Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's threats to block an increase in the $31.4 trillion limit on federal borrowing unless Biden agrees to rein in federal spending. The president seeks to fund higher spending and narrowing the deficit by imposing a 25% minimum tax on billionaires and nearly doubling the capital gains tax from 20%, the White House said. He also wants to quadruple a 1% stock buyback tax, potentially picking a fight with some of the investors he would need to call on to finance any re-election campaign. The measures would roll back some corporate tax breaks enacted in 2017 under Republican President Donald Trump. Suspected drug cartel members on Thursday handed over five purported henchmen as a would-be apology for the abduction of four Americans in the border city of Matamoros. Two of the Americans and a Mexican woman died after gunmen opened fire on the U.S. citizens shortly after their arrival in Matamoros on Friday. The four Americans were found on Monday on the edge of the city, by which time two of them were dead. Mexican officials gave the bodies of the two dead men, identified as Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown, to U.S. officials in Matamoros on Thursday afternoon, and they were taken across the border into the U.S. A faction of Mexico's Gulf cartel was likely responsible for the kidnappings and that the gunmen may have believed that the Americans were encroaching on the gang's turf. Evidence suggested Woodard and Brown had probably died from injuries they suffered during the attack by the gunmen in Matamoros on Friday. Their two surviving companions returned to the U.S. earlier this week. The Attorney General said on Monday the abduction of the four was likely a case of mistaken identity, but authorities have yet to clearly set out the reasons for the attack. You can subscribe to the 5-Minute News Patreon for bonus videos, commentary and more. Go to patreon.com slash 5-Minute News. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery 
and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.